You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. Today on our show, I'm talking with Dan Perkins. Dan, thanks so much for being with me today. Thank you so much for having me. Dan, we're going to talk about your show at Deanna Evans Projects, um, the title of which is Passages. Um, so, so to begin with, you know, we're, the title is really kind of evocative and seems to kind of, um, you know, spell out what's happening there. In, in, in the work that's in the show, they, they sort of feel like, like portals, right? There's, there's a lot of depth in these, and it, it has the sense that you can, for me anyway, that you can kind of, um, in some of them anyway, walk into them almost. Um, is that your intention kind of spatially, or, or maybe that's even kind of an architectural sort of question? to create these spaces that, that seem um, almost like we can travel into them. Yeah, I think uh, everything you're saying, I think, is like in my head and along line, along the lines of what I hope the viewer might get out of the, the viewing experience with the object. Um, and I liked the phrase passages specifically um, because similar to Portal, it has that spatial connotation, uh, entering a space um, or being kind of like zoomed into something. Um, but I feel like Passage also kind of hints at time a little bit or the experience of time, um, kind of the subjective experience that people have every day. Uh, and to me, that felt like a more complete or more open way uh, of thinking about them. But I feel like the, the idea of a portal or something that's transporting uh, is very much in there and baked into how I'm thinking about painting and how I'm thinking about you know, ex uh, interesting experiences with art objects in general. Um, I think that's all kind of in there, uh, kind of wound, wound together. When you're also talking about time, that's really interesting. I mean, we could uh, explore a few areas here, but but tell me a little bit about the relationship that you're talking about of of time. I mean, you know, that that seems to kind of relate directly this idea of walking into something. But also, you you said at the beginning of your answer something about the way um, the viewers perceiving time. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Um... I kind of think of it as an open question. Um, I know, you know, like everyone's going to have a varied experience and everyone's experience is individual. So I really like, to me, I want to kind of preserve that autonomy, give that viewer that kind of space. Um, and a lot of it was personal. My, like my kind of relationship to time, I feel like has really changed over the last several years uh, throughout the course of the pandemic and all these things. And I feel like everyone has had various ways of dealing and coping with uh, shifts and changes. Um, and then for me, with, with these, I feel like a lot of times I'll use a, a similar compositional motif and kind of vary the palette or vary the um, kind of family of colors I'm exploring. And for me, a lot of that has to do with thinking about uh, continuities passing through time, experiencing maybe the same place in different times, or 
kind of experiencing it almost as a different self. Um, and I, I like the kind of the openness of those ideas and how they can they can imbue something with a lot more depth, even if materially the object hasn't changed. Maybe uh, functionally, it really has shifted in someone's someone's life or someone's experience, whatever it may be. Yeah, that's so interesting. Um, I mean, you 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 said these were very uh, personal to you in a way, and that and at the time, our, our relationship to time changed with the pandemic, and and that's an interesting thought. You know, I, I've been. I suppose it's something like we keep reevaluating. I've had a few discussions recently with people who, who I realized, you know, aren't talking about it, but um, typically, but their relationship to time and space has changed after the pandemic. Um, what what happened for you, or what do you mean by your the way time or your relationship to it changed throughout the pandemic or, or post pandemic? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, huh, I guess it's hard to, to kind of, like, you know, summarize into a kind of distillable thing, but I feel like um, it's just been something about scale that has shifted in terms of, uh, for me, thinking about whether it be simple things like life stages or planning for futures or those sorts of things. Um and kind of letting go of some of that, and letting go of some of that maybe self-imposed, perhaps even false rigor um, uh, for creating structures or meeting goals and having a more experiential uh, experience that isn't so bound with quantifying. Um, for me, I feel like that's where the kind of, those ideas of the portal that you were speaking to and this kind of enterability, something that kind of, you know, you can either pass into or passes through you. Um, those ideas became extremely appealing and, and, and sit with me like very front and center. Um, so I guess they're kind of the two things that are really wound together in my head, that idea of that, that portal that is transporting and then how that affects the way one or I personally as the maker view time. Well, that makes sense. Um, some of these, you know, especially the way you're, you're, you create these kind of gradients around the edges of, of different paintings, creating a kind of a, of a glow. Um, it almost seems like they're, they're emitting light. And, and, and for me, it had associations with kind of light at the end of the tunnel or something, um, for lack of a better word, kind of other otherworldly, uh, something outside this world. I'm trying to avoid using the word uh, spiritual, but it, 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 felt, it felt like in some of these that they were really kind of gazing pieces. I'm looking at them. They, they come forward and backwards when I'm, when I'm, when I'm looking at them in the space. And... Um, yeah, something. I mean, I have a few other associations I could mention, but but just to to get on to that track, is there something that that um, that you're seeing in them that way? That is, uh, you know, that these are somehow connected to another world, another experience, uh, as in a passageway to another world, but also, you know, the, these kind of the sense of, of of glowing light emanating from the paintings. Um, which is almost kind of a, a classic sense of something that is uh, 
almost a holy object. Sure, yeah, yeah. I feel like um, I feel like a lot of those associations are uncomfortable for a lot of contemporary artists, and it's something personally I've also struggled with, but uh, kind of increasingly coming to terms to. Uh, and I, I think I really do love some of those ideas of this object that can transport almost um, like an icon or something like that. Um, now, for me personally, a specific that uh, the specificity of where that goes, or even if it's tied to a singularity, to me that's a little bit uninteresting. Uh, but entering that dialogue with someone and opening, being open to thinking in those terms, I think can be really helpful and useful and, and you know, intellectually stimulating and evocative. Um, and so I think for me there are some of those, those kind of spiritual ideas or at least this dialoguing with that concept uh, is definitely in the work to a degree. Um, but I'm also kind of thinking about kind of, you know, um, like simple kind of associative things like uh, the experience of the day where you might get happenstance like vision of the moon, like leaving work or something when you don't expect it um, and thinking about things that are literally beyond this world in that kind of, um, yeah, more material sense. Uh, to me, that's been a real source of inspiration, just like uh, thinking about, kind of heavenly bodies and things beyond, yeah, beyond the earth when so much of the dialogue, I feel like for the last couple of years has been so charged in politics and all these things that are just so nitty gritty. I feel like it's been nice to think kind of a little bigger or a little grander, kind of think, yeah, beyond like, you know, beyond the human scale a little bit. Right. The conversation in the last few years has been very much earthbound, right? Where we're talking about, things that seem kind of uh, almost petty in comparison to to these kind of, um, I don't know, kind of uh, other, other types of subjects, spiritual subjects. You said uh, something about that these are conversations that aren't easy to have in the art world. I'm, I'm probably um, misquoting you, but at the beginning of that, when, when we're talking about this idea of, of portals to another world, of spirituality, this isn't an easy conversation to have in, in the art world, or is there some kind of a of a rub there? Um, I mean, I ask because, Maybe you know, it seems like there's a, there's a shift happening. Well, it seems to me there's a shift yeah. happening like this. And for a while, there wasn't the, the idea of, of, of spirituality at all in art, from Jungian archetypes to, to anything was kind of, just verboten, you know. That wasn't that wasn't what 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 art was about, and it yeah, seems to me to. in the last few years that that's shifted. That we see that in more galleries in in New York and a lot of places that uh, there's um, people are embracing that a little bit more. But but what's your your take on that? Uh, yeah, I think I I think your your perception is accurate, um, and I, I would agree. I think that that shift is starting to happen and that dialogue is re-entering and that conversation I think is becoming hopefully more rich. Um, and I guess I, I was just speaking personally for me, it's not an easy conversation to enter. And I think it's taken me a while to become comfortable with letting my work point to those things. Um, maybe perhaps being 
uh, educated, uh, having our education that was perhaps a little more grounded in that previous dogma where those, those conversations were a little taboo. Uh, so maybe it's largely just kind of a personal journey. Yeah, those conversations were taboo. I, 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 don't, I don't think that's maybe just where you went to school. That's, um, that's everywhere, it seems, in the art world. That was kind of um, something of a, of a forbidden conversation, which is, which, is, which is interesting to see a kind of emergence or something coming, uh, you know, something in contrast to that. There's, there's one painting in there that... Um, it's a really interesting shape. It looks almost like a human figure. There's a, a, a red, um, looks like almost a sun in the top third. The corners are kind of an ochre color, and it's, it's largely uh, the figure or the portal is largely black with a kind of gradation mm. to sort of red at the bottom, which looks like two feet. It was the, the image that was featured um, in, 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 in some ways. And... Uh, I wanted to ask you about about this painting because it's a it, it's a very powerful one. It's it, it, it you enter into this one. Do you know the painting that I'm talking about? I don't know the title of it. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Um, I think that piece is entitled Red Star. So I think Red we'll, Star. Uh, yeah, that's what that's that, that, that would make sense because there in the top thirds, right in the center, there is what looks like a red star, a sun. Or to me, it reminded me of just because I've seen it recently. A 2001 Space Odyssey. It looks a little bit like, like Hal almost, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me about this one because this that that was my association with it, of course, because I just happened to have rewatched that not long before I saw this work, sure, yeah, and yeah. Um, and it, and it felt like it was this was communicating with me. You know, it wasn't just uh, not that. It, there's just a portal, but there's 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 passages. Some of these paintings, I felt like I was going into. That one felt like um, like it was almost a figure that was that was talking to me. Um, just just my impression. But um, is that one different for you in in some way as opposed to the others in regards to what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean maybe it might it might have a slightly different energy. Um, than some of the others, and it was not one of the last pieces I finished, but I, I, I feel like it kind of has opened things up in my studio and kind of broadened the dialogue um, compositionally, and then also, like you're saying, these, these associations. Um, um, and for me, a lot of the kind of uh, arch-like um, compositional forms, a lot of that is coming through or looking at various architectural spaces um, uh, and kind of pulling them together uh, or even plans of architectural spaces. Um, and so a lot of the compositional forms come from some kind of uh, source of inspiration or reference or experience of, of a space like that. Um, but I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying about the kind of the central star or orb or eye or whatever you want to, however it's termed by the viewer who happens to be experiencing it. Um, I think it has a certain, it could, one could see uh, a certain sentience or potentially even malevolence. Uh, and I, I like that the kind of, I want to have a broadness to that dialogue with, this idea of the spiritual 
Um, uh, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm open to all those associations, and I feel like I did start that piece in the, in the middle of July when it was very hot. So maybe there was some something about the summer, the oppressiveness of summer heat that was baked into the making of it. Um, I don't know. I feel like all those associations for me get kind of pushed in as a maker, but I feel like I want the piece to sit obviously well beyond my personal experience of it. Um, I love the association with Hal. It's really fun for me. <laughs> yeah, well, well, that's just what happens, right? It goes, it goes beyond what you initially... Um, I mean, it, it, that, really, that really struck me when I was in there, not just the association with Hal, but these, then, then I began seeing... Um, that one and some of the others differently because uh, part of the, the, the difficulty of, uh, of 2001 Space Odyssey is we don't quite understand what's happening at the end, right? It's an advance in, in human thinking, technology, beings. We're no longer communicating in the same way. There's a, there's a whole different system that's, that's outside what our minds can imagine now. So, so part of what, what was happening to me when I saw your show or or had the association with even the, the, the red star that we're talking about, is that um, that the paintings, and that one in particular, but others, um, perhaps are communicating in a way, I mean, as paintings should, um, I suppose, but are perhaps communicating in a way, almost like in that, in that science fiction fantasy that, that I keep referring to, um, that's something sort of beyond what we can, uh, articulate or 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 understand and and therefore have to have to communicate in another way, which you know even brings us back to what visual art perhaps is all about. But but there's a there's something more specific happening here in the in the kind of um, boundaries that you're that you're not putting in. You know that that the fact that I can read it that way, the fact that I could feel like maybe I'm communicating with this painting or this painting is communicating with me whether it's, you know, um, it's is kind of a really odd and interesting thing to be able to paint, to leave that much openness so, so that can occur, right, as opposed to painting a recognizable object, a landscape, uh, you know, something else. There's something very different happening here in terms of um, how this painting is talking to me and how the paintings are, are talking to each other, perhaps. Thank you. Um... To me, that's a real uh, strength. Um, um, yeah, I feel like abstraction in general has that power, especially in painting. Um, and I think we'll, we'll, when it's kind of dialogued or handled interestingly, it's, it's you know, so broad, but also kind of has a specific energy to it that is like you're saying, hard to articulate or maybe beyond what is easily expressible in language. Um, and to me, that power is really, uh, that, that's really special to me. And it's something that if I can approach that in my work, I feel like I'm really where I want to be and what kind of, con that's the kind of conversation I want to be having with people and with my work. Dan, it's, it's great talking to you about this. This show is, 
is up through February 18th, so listeners can check the links here and see it. I, I want to ask you one more question before we go a little off topic. Um, what are you reading at the moment? Um, let's see. Right now I'm working my way through a very, very brief novel, which is quite entertaining. Uh, no one is talking about this by Patricia Lockwood. Uh, it's kind of been on my reading list for a little while, and I... Just finished something, though I decided to pick it up. Um, I'm only about halfway through, but uh, yeah, it's um, it's a really fun fun read, and it feels very related to the kind of mediated age we live in, where so much is occurring through screens and through phones, through portals. And, and that's the book. No one is talking about this by Patricia Lockwood. Yep. I want to thank you so much for talking with me today, Dan. It's really been a pleasure. I wish you well on the show. Congratulations. It's, it's beautiful work. Um, I was really impressed. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. You're listening to Yale Radio WYBC. This is Brainerd Carey with the lives of the artists, architects, curators, and more. <laughs>